0: Welcome to Bite Size, a cybersecurity Q&A presented to you by Kroll and Warren. Our goal is to take the complex world of government contract cybersecurity and break it down into bite-sized pieces. My name is Evan Wolf. And I'm Chris Hebden. And every other week, we take one question that we frequently hear from our clients and give you a short and simple answer and explain why it matters. Today, we're going to be talking to you about the National Defense Authorization Act. So to get us started,
1: Evan, can you give us a little bit of background on the NDAA, what it is, why it's important, and why the audience should care?
0: Great, great question, Chris. Thank you. So the National Defense Authorization Act, or the NDAA, for fiscal year uh, 2022 became law on December 27, 2021. Um, and, And why it's important is every year this becomes one of the vehicles for which Congress changes and provides the administrative and and, and legal and sometimes even regulatory updates to DOD. And in this year, there were some significant impacts to the cybersecurity maturity modeling certification that we've talked to you in in weeks past. So Chris, what was the exciting news coming out of the NDAA regarding CMMC? Sure, thanks Evan. So the
1: uh, NDAA instructs the DOD to publish two separate reports on version 2.0 of the CMMC program. So as a bit of background, last year um, in November, the DOD released CMMC 2.0, which simplifies the CMMC requirements by moving to three compliance levels. It also aligns the requirements with National Institute of Standards and Technology Special Publication 800-171, which is the current standard for contractors. Um, And it also includes a shift away from third-party assessments towards self-assessments for the majority of DOD contractors. As far as the reports are concerned, section 1533 requires the DOD to submit a report by the end of March on its plans for the CMMC program, including the rulemaking process, its communications with industry, cost reimbursement, and the role of prime contractors with respect to overseeing the cybersecurity of their subcontractors. And then a second um, section, section 866, mandates the issuance of a report on the effects of CMMC specifically on small businesses, including the department's plans to reduce the cost of compliance and mitigate other negative effects. And that report is due by the end of June. And in addition to the two reports on the CMMC program, section 8 or 1526 of the NDAA also instructs the DOD to publish a report on what is called the DOD CUI program um which contractors may know um more as the covered defense information or cdi the report uh, that the dod is to release in june will address among other things the extent to which the department is properly marking or otherwise identifying cui or cdi the benefits and drawbacks of requiring cui to be marked with the unique legend as well as examples of information that is and is not UI and this should help contractors uh, comply with their obligations under the DFARS safeguarding clause at 252 204 Now that's what the NDA requires, but Evan, can you give us a little bit of background on maybe some things the NDA
0: doesn't say, as well as what we're expecting in the upcoming year? Thanks, Chris. Yeah. So before before I do, I also want to alert everyone that there were a lot of other very exciting pro- cyber provisions in the NDA, including giving guidance to uh, on create on creating a better zero trust architecture and giving guidance to government agencies on on other requirements. And it gives does give CISA a lot of other requirements and 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 exciting activities that we will will talk to you in, in 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 upcoming weeks. But there were three interesting things that were notable omissions. When it came to cyber, and, and the first was that that there was no cyber incident reporting legislation. It's long been discussed that we needed a federal incident reporting regulation, and, and that was was not in there. Although it, it is expected still to come, and there are some some bills floating around Congress on this. Second, we really had expected there to be a codification of a FedRAMP that uh, that would have would have sort of upped the game of what's occurring within the the FedRAMP community and and we were also, lastly, expecting there to be modifications to the Federal Information Security and Modernization Act, or FISMA, which are the, the regulations that, that dictate how federal information systems are secured. And, and it was expecting to have, have increased CISA's role and codified CISA's role, the Department of Homeland Security's role in, in that program. But I guess there are always future NDAs and and other congressional bills that will come. And so that that, that is uh, it for this week. And I want to thank Chris and thank you for joining Bite Size Q&A. We'll be back in your feed within two weeks with a new question and hopefully simple explanation. But in the meantime, you can find information about us on our website or if you have any suggestions for questions or have any questions for us, I can be reached at 202-624-2615 and Chris can be reached at 202-624-2645.
1: This has been Bite Size Q&A, a podcast brought to you by Curl & Mooring. You can find more information at crawlcom slash cyberpodcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you enjoy our show, please leave us a review.